You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Tuesday. It is 545. This is the morning sickness. My name is John. There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Big Dick Toledo. Let's just go, shall we? I've uh, already started my day off in a very strange way. Went into the bathroom just two seconds ago and uh, looked in the mirror. And what what was there just now was not there when I left because I checked uh, if on my drive to work this morning. Uh, Three-foot Rapunzel blonde hair growing out of the top of my ear. One of those fine, thin... They, I don't know what happens. It's, nobody warns you of two things when you They age. grow overnight. They grow, this wasn't overnight because I guarantee you I did. I checked my ears in my bathroom this morning because I'm like, I, you know what I haven't looked? I even thought it. You know what I haven't looked for in a while? One of those weird crazy hairs that grows out of the top of my ear. Looked, rubbed, checked, like nothing. I think I talked my body into growing one from that moment to now. Just went in there and plucked a monster, a huge blonde hair. Like, that thing had to be a foot long. So, no one warns you of two things. Let me be the dad you never had, Toledo's. After 45, you're not done peeing when you think you're done peeing. That's just a fact. There's just the weird factor that happens to you. you Be a little more patient at the urinal. You have to be a lot more patient at the urinal. You can stand there for 20 minutes and staring at it going, I think I'm all out. And the second you turn that bastard upside down and get him back into his place, he just goes a little bit more like, God damn it. And then you got to walk around with that weird spot. It's all those times you chuckled when you were younger. Yeah. <laughs> little old man, man pissed his pants. <laughs> Wearing khaki. Someday, you little son of a bitch. But grandpa, dad never told you, hey, you're in your 40s now. You're not done peeing when you think you're done peeing. There's a lot more in there. <laughs> it would be a great talk. That You know, moms always talk to daughters about... You know, periods and all that stuff. It, a dad doesn't really need to have a talk with a kid until he's, you know, late 30s, early 40s. You start hearing that. In your late 40s, you also start growing hairs on the tops of your ears that come out of nowhere. This is all new to me. In the last few years, I just have this weird thing. And it's in the same spot. This and I was talking to Larry the other day, and he goes, whoa, hold on. And Larry reached up. And I'm like, what are you doing? And he plucked it out of my ear. That was like two weeks ago. I'm like, what is going on with this thing? It's like... And then for months, it won't do anything. It's not like a regenerating constant. It just shows up when it feels like you just had one. And it's I've got five or six grooming tools that have... Uh, yeah, you start shaving up. the top of your ears, you might as well get in the ears. box. Just stop. <laughs> you shave the top of your ears? Have you ever dragged a razor no, over I the got, tops of I your ears? I got the electric uh, oh, you got a little trimmer thing. Yeah. Do you? You're Italian. You probably have to shave They're your ears. They're everywhere. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Disgusting. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's... Repulsive. Top of your ears, ears nose... Actually, no, but You're, sometimes you'll get them coming out of coming out of the canal there a little bit. And you just see, I don't get any those. in the hole, but yeah, I'll get, I get them right those. on the edge. I uh, never forgot the time yuck. I walked into that shoe repair store on 12th Street in Glendale, <laughs> and the guy comes over here. It was also a tailor slash cobbler, yeah. and the guy's hair, it was a fro coming, coming out, out of, of his ear canal. Blah. 
I, I had a I had a teacher at Gilbert. Well, he was the same way. It was like you look at him, go, <laughs> look, he's got all those yeah, ear hairs happening to it. And now I'm like, son of a bitch. Now yeah. I got those ear hairs. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No dads, no uncles, no decent person. Now it's just a a wise old radio vet mm-hmm. telling you guys out there right now, hey, it's okay. You're not done pissing, and you've got the longest hair I've ever seen growing out of the top of your ear. It's it's strange. And when you're bald, you like you 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 love every hair you get. Like oh boy, a new I hair. Can't this is why can't why can't my hair grow rogue or my body grow rogue hair where it just quits? I oh. think that's what happens with the guys with the uh, comb overs. It's still growing. They still have hope that their ear hairs will eventually. Look how long these hairs are. Up. This thing grows in my ear so much. I think maybe if I waited a day or two, I could comb it over. Just one would be neat. A strand like that. Devin emails in and says, uh, "I got two tiny moles on my neck, and one of them grows a hair." You can't see it until the light hits just right. But man, oh man, when it hits, it's about three inches long. <laughs> and they just come shooting out of a mole. Yuck. And, uh, Devin, I don't know how old you are, but just know. You're probably not done peeing yet. And khakis are right out. I don't know why old men switch to khakis. They always go to khaki pants and thick. you got to wear some. Darker colors. Yeah, you always wear dark colors when you're older. After 60, I'm never gonna, you're never going to see me in anything other than black pants. Because I'm not standing at a urinal. If it's this bad now, I'm not standing at a urinal for eight or nine minutes. I sit to pee. I squeeze that thing like an old towel to get all drained out. Still put her back, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. You ever put it back in there and feel it on your leg? Like it lets them go? And it like runs, yes. runs down your leg, and you're like, this is the saddest, most pathetic moment of my life. i got to go wipe my leg off. <laughs> Yep. The Eight. Vioris, that type oh, that yeah. have the liner. They got the pants in them a little bit. Yeah. That can do it every now and then. What do you mean? You, feel you get the, down the, the leg? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. I think it's the built in underpants. But yeah, it's just a sad, sad thing. Sad, almost, sad thing. It's almost like you need Can I X panties for when you yeah. get older. Yeah. You know, just for well, the guy version. I'm a guy who doesn't wear underwear, so I have to stand there and make sure I don't have the drip. I'll see. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't like the, I like an unfurnished basement. Seven but. to ten taps. Oh, taps. These aren't taps. These this are is like, I'm sledging. <laughs> this is a, yeah, I might as well just yank one and get everything out because it is, it's embarrassing. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. This, uh, uh, Scott says, I told you before, use Nair once a week, about five minutes before you get in the shower. Smooth as hell. Rogue hairs disappear. Uh, shaving just does not work. I agree with that. Shaving your ears, which I haven't gotten to that point yet. I usually, I only have one or two that'll show up, but there you go. Man, it just uh, caught me off guard. Wasn't expecting a way to start the morning. Just look in there and go, I could have let that go all day. Had I not gone into the bathroom when I did, it would have been rogue crazy hair growing out of the top. And it's the only hair I've got. It's the only hair on my head. interesting how it is just one hair that grows yeah. out of the top of the yeah. hair, basically. It's like some sort of good luck. It looks around. It's like a sickle. Yeah. <laughs> it stands straight up. It's like, it's got, but it's so light and fluffy. It's just annoying. <laughs> yeah. It's gross. And I had my Mr. Ryden at Dobson High School, the math teacher. Every once in a while, I would show up with a patch of a patch, and I mean a full patch of hair from the bridge of his nose down to the end of his nose. Oh, it wasn't a unibrow. It was lower than that. Just unibrow. Oh, it was man. on his nose. Oh man! It was a patch of hair that grew on the top of his nose, and then every few days he'd have stubble on his nose because he'd he'd knock it down with a razor, and then a few days later he'd let it go. Now, if I had that, it would be a regimen every morning, like brushing my teeth, that I would shave that off. Because in high school, high school kids are not going to understand. You know, 
escaped with hairy nose teacher, but boy, Mr. Ryden had that in something. It Mr. Landis looked like he had two Libin mops coming out of his nostrils. <laughs> oh, God. Look like little Tarzan swinging from one vine to the other. A lot of them. <laughs> yeah, I think I might have to kill myself if it gets to that point where I've got to, if I've got to think, if I put something in my nose and you just hear, <laughs> it's over. That's the end of it. What am I doing? What am I doing in public? <laughs> Uh, seriously, what am I doing in public? If I've got a a bundle, it feels good. No, you don't have a I don't bundle. Have a bundle, but I get rid of. Them. But if oh, everybody gets rid of their basics. But right now, it's just a few. You know what I'm talking about? The one that looks like somebody stuffed hay in a guy's nostril. It's like Wayne yeah. Statics hanging out of your <laughs> yeah, nose. Yeah, two little Wayne Statics yeah. rolling out, and the machine has to be cleaned every time. Like you're nah, I'm ending my life. the lawn. I'm, 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 I have no, 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 there's no reason for me to be in public making people see that. Just doing my nose hair. Sounds like the machine's struggling. Shut up. It's a steel on the side of it. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta plug it in. Ass blunt. Yeah, got it. We got her done. We can go to dinner now. Oh, God. Look at your sink. I know. It's time I end this life. I have no uh, nothing to offer this public at all. By the way, there's little dribbles on your pants. Yeah, I thought I was done peeing in about 10 minutes. Nope, evidently I'm not. Got a lot more leaking out. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's morning sickness. That's why I admire this TikTok guy who faked his own death. Did you see that dude? He faked his own death. Uh, he and his family got together and he said, I want to know how people think of me. So they pulled it off. His wife, his kids, everybody's in on it. His kid fired off a post on Instagram or whatever that said, uh, you'll always be missed, you're cherished. And the other kid said, why? This isn't fair. You know, we'll miss you forever, Dad, and blah, blah, blah. And people started asking questions like, yeah, we lost him. It was in an accident, and he's gone. And Oh, my God, we'd love to be part of it. So he has a funeral, and a whole bunch of people show up to his funeral. And then a helicopter shows up, and he gets out. And he's a TikTok guy, so it's like all for his page. And he basically says, hey, thanks for coming. I wanted to see who cares. I think everybody kind of dreams of that a little bit, like fake I'd your like own death. Somebody to beat his ass and throw him right in that yeah. box. Oh, it had to upset yeah. some people. That had to I'd backfire. That, make, that, that didn't. People were like, ah. Because... You well, know, a bunch he's of dicks doing it too, then. For an yeah. influencer. Well, look, stunt. Who isn't? And, I mean, that's the new modern way. And who hasn't fantasized of their own funeral? Everybody's thought about, wonder who'd show up. I'd like to see my own funeral. We've had, you know, there's a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode where Albert Brooks fakes his own funeral and sits in another room and watches it the whole way, but everybody knows he's alive. But he asked him to take it seriously. He just wants to know what people are going to say. His corp comes back on Friday. I'll be so mad. Oh yeah, if your old man <laughs> flies in, yeah. <laughs> yeah, people not again. People who flew in might be a little upset, but at the same time, eh, who hasn't wanted to do it? Yeah, his name is David Burton. His wife and kids uh, decided, yeah, let's do this. And family members find out what they really thought of him. And the kids put on social media. One wrote, "Rest in peace, Daddy. I'll never stop thinking about you." The other wrote, "Why is life so unfair with you?" 
you were going to be a grandfather and you had your whole life ahead of you. I love you. We all love you. We'll never forget you. So that got everybody going, what's going on? And the funeral, which was uh, last weekend, uh, a lot of people showed up. It was in the middle of a field. People are hugging and crying. And they're waiting for the ceremony to begin. And then a helicopter showed up. And uh, they were seen running up to him, uh, you know, actually happy that he was alive. Some were super confused. <laughs> Uh, some of them said he faked his own death. It was very unappreciated. Uh, and then he said, well, that's odd because I felt unappreciated by a lot of my friends. So I wanted to see what you guys thought of me. Uh, what I see in my family often hurts me. I never get invited to anything. No one ever sees me. You guys don't talk to me. We've all grown apart. This was a way to bring us all back together. It was a nice spin. He put a nice spin on ah, it to say this is my dick. way to get you guys to all show up for sure rather than lip service. And the ones it. on the cusp are gone. But how yeah. many? Yeah, right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there you go. There's a good yep. elimination factor there. How many times do you talk to somebody that you probably wouldn't mind going out with, but you're like, hey, we'll go grab a beer next week. And then two or three months pass. Like, you know, we still have to, I have a friend of mine, Danny, I do that with all the time. And next thing you know, it's been a year. You know, you fake your funeral, and it's like, hey, you get a chance to tell everybody, hey, we don't hang out enough. And this is a good way for us to actually have a day. So his, his name is uh, Ragnar LeFaux on TikTok, and he, uh, he said some loved ones have been reaching out to him since the prank calling it or adding that it proves who really cared about him. And those who didn't come uh, did contact me uh, anyway. So in a way, it was a win because I got everybody I wanted to contact me back to contact me. Kind of a dick move. Could have made a few phone calls. Just said, hey. Same, said the exact same yeah, thing. Phone but works both ways, pal. TikTok changes the way people act. I hate social media. I do, too. Screw you, Zuckerberg. <laughs> right? I do, too. But it is the way of the future. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's a weird thing because that's how people are going to communicate with each other. And we're going to sit back and go, why didn't you just call the guy? Because people don't do that anymore. They make elaborate pranks. Everything turned into, you know, the Jamie Kennedy experiment. Uh, it's... Uh, Elaborate pranks to get your friends to go, ah, and it seems like everybody is okay with it. He's 45. Well, that's what he says. You right. know there's a oh. few people pissed. If I had to fly to a funeral, yeah. I'd be upset. But again, like I have a friend in New York I haven't talked to in a long time. If he faked his death and I flew out to New York to say goodbye to him and he was there. It would also be the silver lining of that, a chance to connect with him again, which I haven't done for a long, long time. You know, because we keep saying we'll do it and we don't. But he's got an awful lot on his plate. And he might take a punch. He might take one punch as my TikTok joke in return. But everybody's got that kind of a uh, wonder who would be at my funeral, wonder what would happen. This guy now knows. I wouldn't have flown in until all the speeches were done. I want to know what people had to say. That would be more impressive. With that, that would be the fun part of the funeral is to hear what people have to say. And I'd be surprised by a few people who... Or you, know. you hear a story that, wow, my dad did this, or this person did that. You never heard, you know. Well, you would be the surprising. one who knew the story. It's about you. No, who? I'm saying of a, a friend from years ago oh, comes out and sure. tells a story. One time we did this. And- oh, yeah. Well, you're putting it in dad perspective. As yeah, if, yeah. Like this weekend, you're going to hear some stories about your old man. There's going to be some guys in Cuban revolutionary gear there that might actually have a couple stories you didn't know. Bro. Yeah, death brings out the, uh, the bean spilling as well. It'll be interesting. We should all have an opportunity to fake our own death. Nah, that guy's an asshole. It is kind of an asshole. <laughs> it's, it's, it, I enjoy it if I don't have to travel too far. Uh, Gilbert is probably my distance. Uh, I could see you freaking out about Gilbert, too. That's what I'm saying. I mean, Gilbert would probably know. be as far as I'd go. And maybe Tempe. your little sweaty palms, you know, like, <laughs> Might just send some flowers. <laughs> I got burned by a Gilbert funeral once when my Uncle Bob died. 
and uh, had to drive out to Queen Creek first. Oh, you guys are close, huh? No. Well, what did you, what'd you do that for then? Uh, aunt Joan. My aunt. Uh. Yeah, even thinking about it now, I'm starting to get a little buzz on it. And then, uh, <laughs> and that was the first thing. And then the next, it was so, his death was so selfish, so inconvenient. I had to go to Queen Creek for like some sort of a meeting and a wake. Twice I had to drive to Queen Creek. You know how many times I've been to Queen Creek before that? Once for your New Year's Eve party. <laughs> that was it. And that was like a, Jesus Christ, I'm never coming oh, back know. here again. And then, uh, and then a couple days later, I had to go to some sort of a funeral way out, way out in East Mesa. And I'm like, this guy is from Florida. Why is he? What's going on? Get his ass back to Florida so I can just send an arrangement. I got a buddy that lives on the avenues and stuff, and if he dies, I, I'm calling FTD. Here you go. Send him, <laughs> arrangement. Send him an arrangement. I'm done. <laughs> you have, I'm going over there. I have a group of friends who are arrangement friends. Yeah. I, I have think about, everybody does. Yeah, I have about three funeral friends. And like the rest of your arrangements. And then uh, other people are just a phone call to the widow. It's like the wedding thing. I'm not going to any more weddings. <laughs> right. No more funerals. I'm done. Oh, I've, well, that's my swap out. No more weddings. I will go to funerals now. I'm owed, okay. Like funerals are my new thing. I'm not going to any more weddings. I have Kirby's wedding. Not going. Not going to any kids' wedding. My friend Mark's kids. Uh, nope. Not going to any other weddings. I have no interest in it. I don't. I don't uh, have any ties to. Uh, like Kirby doesn't want me at her funeral or her wedding. You the do. same thing. That's silly. I'm not doing it. My friends. Uh, kids don't want me at theirs. No, I'm not doing it. All funerals from here on out. All from here on out. And uh, that's that's going to be pared down pretty good. Like, I have to, I have a feeling when Toledo dies, it's going to be a really uh, inconvenient. Like, you know, to Montana? Yeah, it's going to be one of those things where somebody's got to, you know. And he's going to do something like he did with that kid of his, where he asked me to be its dad if two people dropped out. I was on pins and needles. That kid's almost 18. Three people had to die. and then Still the, got two in front of you? Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, good. Like, the odds of me having to be his dad for the next nine months or, was he, a February baby? Yeah, I got nothing to worry about at this point. Nothing at all. But Toledo would probably be one of those things where it shocks you. You're at the will reading and you're responsible for his ashes. It's like, God damn it. And he wants them spread all over Yellowstone or like Sam Elliott or something. I have not, I'm just going to throw him out. <laughs> just like his dad. <laughs> we don't get what we wish for, huh? It's not Jiminy Cricket's world. You're in the garbage, kid. My wishes were to be spread all over Yellowstone. Yeah, well. You know what they say, in one hand and wish in another. <laughs> See which one fills up. Yeah, I just, I, I, the funeral thing, I don't know. Brady, you better be buried somewhere in the middle. It's a long drive out there where you, are you going to, you're not getting buried in Gilbert. Uh, I don't think I'm getting buried at well, all. Well, whatever, but Related. wherever your service has to be somewhere. I, but, convenient. you know, then you have that option to spread the ashes or, a, you know, kept in an urn. Sure, but there still has to be a service. Don't Gilbert's silly. I mean, you said it years ago. You would be buried, or you'd go back to Columbus where your family is. And It'll be a Zoom service. Okay, that I appreciate. They'll just show, I like that. They'll just show like the urn. That. That's yeah. it. Like, like, like the that. fireplace at Christmas. You know, you can put that on the TV. Show the fireplace. <laughs> that's not a bad idea. Like the never-ending fire logs. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's pretty good. Yeah, and you can pay your respects and for you know, and, and make it like an OnlyFans. Every once in a while, I just have to write, mm, like, ching, 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 give some money to the family. <laughs> yeah, I got uh, it's, the guy. Damon says, "I like your rule, John. Uh, the one I owe every person I know one wedding and one funeral. That's my rule. That is an absolute rule I have. I, I will Damn go. It, to, I wasted mine. I will go to one of your weddings. <laughs> I will go to one of your funerals. Now you have a different situation." 
because I owe Mathiah one wedding. Oh, okay. All so right. I can go to your wedding. All right. I don't want to, <laughs> and I probably won't, but you'll get a nice present. Okay. Yeah. Out of guilt, probably, more than anything else, is that I'm not going You'll to. get a real nice present in six months. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you oh, know, I figured as much. <laughs> and, yeah, Brady will get you one for six months, and he's not wrong, because the last, my, Thanks, my the final wedding I, was, I attended and made a big proclamation, this is it, my last wedding. And that's kind of almost where I was insulted when Brett, immediately after I had made this gigantic statement, said, I'm getting married. But I didn't invite you. I <laughs> right? just, no, no, no. You know, I'm just yeah. saying. Like, you did that after I had said, yeah. no more weddings. You're like, good, now we can do this without having to worry about John. <laughs> I'm fine with that. A nice present, maybe a dinner. I don't know. But I'm not going to any weddings. I'm done with weddings. I'm done with the dance floor. I'm done with the nonsense. It's just silly. I've been to enough of them to know they're all the same. You got to do something pretty elaborate or something fun. I was MF and Brady about that, but then it was the smartest move—the six-month rule. Oh, yeah, it's a smart I mean, we move. got hosed. Yeah, <laughs> and you know who really got hosed is that all that all the gift money was supposed to go to the woman who went into debt to pay for that wedding. Yeah, and uh, it had already been taken out. It's bad. Man. So, yeah, Brady was right not to buy. I, my friend Chris, I didn't buy him a a, a wedding present because I told him when they were moving into the house, I said, "Tell you what, I'll do." I'm going to get you a dog as, you know, because they were talking about getting a dog. I said, I'll get you a dog as a wedding present. And I said, you name it, and I'll go out and grab it, and we'll go together, and that'll be my present to you is that your uh, package for your, you know, because your, they're not going to have kids, the, you know, your, your, I'll buy the child. I'll, I'll make that happen. And they were like, okay. And they never, ever wanted a dog. So I got nice. out of that. <laughs> like, I never took them to dinner instead. I'm like, this is great. It's really awesome because I made it clear. I'm like, you want if you want a dog, I'm I'm going to get you. I'm like, oh, that would be amazing. And then they said, give us some time, give us some time. And the next thing you know, they don't want a dog. I'm like, all right. They got cats running all over the house. I'm like, I'd have done a cat too. It didn't have to be a dog, but they just found their cat in the backyard. Well, you know him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> dogs are expensive. Uh, but yeah, so uh, no more no more weddings. But one funeral, and it has to be in some sort of odd radius. I even told my dad that. I'm like, you're not, are you doing Texas death? Because he lives in Texas now. And he goes, I haven't decided on that yet. I don't know where I'm going to go. I could you make it easy on me so I don't have to like pick up a plane flight to go, you know, like Brady's got a lot going on here with this whole funeral thing and flying back. And your dad could have done you a lot of favors by being buried here. Don't you think? <laughs> like Sedona would have been nice. He liked it there. Yeah. Is he but doing he never ashes? really connected to Arizona too much. No, he was an Ohio fan. Yeah. And you got to go back. He made it so long, 90 years, and you owe him that. But I told my dad, I'm like, Texas, I, we have no ties to Texas. I mean, you've been there for two years. You're not getting – he, he you know, spent most of some, his time here. Some people, you know, I can understand two years into it or they just moved out there and like, I found my place. This is my – Nah, come on. But who knows? You got no – You got then everybody you know has to fly to your – like my Uncle Bob. Almost his entire life down there in Florida, Indiana and Florida. And he dies here. He has the nerve to get buried here. It's like, well, you're asking an awful lot from an awful lot of people that you sort of abandoned. You're the one who left all your friends in Florida and then said, hey, by the way, when I die, you're flying. No, go back there. We're, we're, you got to go where the majority of the people who know you are. That should be a funeral rule. If he gets buried in Texas, you and your sister got a carpool out there. If she goes, I'm out. I'll send an arrangement. <laughs> he won't care. He knows. He knows. I, he knows the deal. Yeah. Uh, you just talked me out of it. I'm not going to my dad's <laughs> mom's funeral either because she's going to be at that too. Sending an arrangement. I'll, I'll get an arrangement ready now. FTD. Hi, two, it's John. Two different ceremonies. Yeah. 
you, did you say this is for your mother? Yeah, will you send that arrangement to... Uh... Sir, this is like a mile and a half from your home. Yeah, you haven't met my sister. <laughs> I'll visit. I'll visit her stone. Delivery date to be determined right. or what? TBD. <laughs> Keep this one on hold for me. I'm not sure. She's real healthy, so I think we're going to have... But just stay in business. That's all I ask. Yeah, faking your own funeral. I, I wouldn't have the guts to do it just in case, but that would be pretty... Awesome. But yeah, funerals have to be convenient to everybody because it's really just for the family. It's really nothing to do with the dead guy. Yeah, they're dead. They're dead. They don't care. Do you care? No. Nobody really cares. It's for the family. They all have to get together, which is, you know, sensible. But I like, I I will say this I like funerals better than weddings. Yeah. People are, uh, family weddings are are similar to the funerals as far as, Seeing people that you haven't sure. seen in a long time. But everybody wants to leave a wedding. Nobody wants to in and out a funeral. Like, we all relate to a funeral because it's going to happen to all of us. Weddings are like, ugh, who cares? You know, deep down, there's like, the majority of the guests there are doing it out of obligation. Funerals, you go because it's like, this is this is part of, well, like, you, a real you, part of life. You eliminate one question, the difference between the what, wedding and the funeral is you're asking, the weddings, you're asking the question, are they going to make it? Right. Is he going to make it? Right. This one, you know that this one. There's a yeah. there's a there's some punctuation on a funeral. Holmberg's morning sickness. Anyway, good luck to everybody out there who's doing that. But I owe everybody one funeral, and one wedding. But the convenience factor has to come into play. Not not flying all over the country. And this is a big month right now for weddings. Yeah, most of the country it is. Not necessarily here. Yeah, not here. Yeah, not here. But most of the country, that's for sure. But I'm out of them. And that's smart. You can make those announcements, too. It shocks people. I had a friend say, well, we're thinking about getting married. I'm like, well, I've already gone to my last wedding. What are you talking about? Well, don't invite me is what I'm saying is that I'm 50 years old. If you didn't get married by now, what do you you think? I'm going to run off to your wedding now? By the way, it's your third one. You've never been to any of my weddings. What is the point of me watching you commit to someone forever for a third time? I will laugh. I got that coming up, too. I will laugh heartily. You got one of those? Oh, yeah. Well, it hasn't been announced yet, but it's going to. Mangoop? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. He's getting married again? (laughs) No. It's like his fifth time. That can't be real. (laughs) Come on. I'm pretty sure that's going to happen. We'll see. Oh, God. You don't have to go go to that. No. (laughs) What number? This has to be five. I, I lost count. I'm not even sure. Can't he just admit he's terrible at this? This guy's bowling with rocks. The only he just guy never knows saves for weddings. What in the world is he doing? And he's been cut in half four other times. Yeah, ain't much left. Yeah, but maybe that's it. Maybe he's just getting married. Like, to go, yeah. look, I'm going to divorce you. Just so when you see what I've got, you're going to you'll be destitute for divorcing me. Well, I think maybe and you're going to that too. Oh, probably. Oh, for the laughs. Got why go. wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. If, you, if I heard man... The last one was fun. Oh, sure. The wedding's got to be fun because it's, you know, it's fleeting. <laughs> See, in two yeah. years. It's like, it's... I mean, Jesus. He literally had a buddy that was supposed to come in from California and couldn't make it. And when we... He finally came in like six months later yeah. and we were, I finally met the guy and I'm like, <laughs> like what, where were you? What happened? He goes... I just told everybody I'll catch the yeah, next one. I'll go to the next one. <laughs> he literally said that. He's having weddings like Thanksgiving. It's annual. Yeah, well, the second you hear Mangoop, you know, sitting up at the altar going, you know, you make me a better man, and I knew when I met you, you were the one. Yeah, the fifth one. <laughs> he needs to have a frame of all of them. Oh, a frame? Uh, yeah, make it one giant uh, 
He needs to in the, hanging on the wall. He needs to start making <laughs> one, two, three. Like start making busts like a like he's in Canton. Like just like get a the hall of fame of the cross in the Catholic Church. There's thirteen of them. <laughs> that is that is man goop. What are you thinking? Ah, oh, boy. This is, a, this is for real. More importantly, what's the <laughs> woman thinking? He just changed the name. What's the just girl thinking? What is the girl thinking? I'm going to be his fifth wife. They have to be on maybe multiples themselves. Yeah, they're just ignoring the obvious that neither of them are any good at this. If you've got, you're, I mean, if she's like on. Let's give it a run. If she's on three or four and he's on five, you're running into your ninth wedding. That's just dumb. Well, then you get those people, too, that get married, and then they, they remarry and then divorce and right. remarry. The same people. It's like, what the hell? Yeah, well, I think they crazy. get to the point, you know, when you're saying, you're thinking, oh, cut in half every time. No, yeah. I think, you you know, the next, the last three are just like, if it doesn't work out, we go our <laughs> We're own We're going way. our own way, and I'm not sharing money with you or anything else. Yeah. In fact, in and, your well, vows, to share. Yeah. say to love, honor, cherish. Uh, until the next baseball season do we part. Because there's no possible way death is going to come into play unless one of them gets run over. A handshake and we'll be on yeah, our way. Yeah, let's, just, uh, let's just call this what it is. By the way, I'm not moving in with you either. I'll keep my own apartment. I know how this ends. <coughs> what is he doing? Have you had any friends like that, though? Uh, Three, four in? I have... Chuck. Arteague? He yeah. was, How many was he in? He was on his fifth one. One of them was only for a day. Yeah. A day? Yeah. Yeah. Flip. Flip Orley's probably the closest oh, that's one. that's right. Flip's probably the the only. I don't really have any he friends that have overdone season. it. I have uh, most of them are on two uh, or finished with two. I knew one that was finished with his second and he's never getting married again. In fact, he won't. He hates women to the point where he's. All you ask him is, are you dating anybody? He goes, my jack game is strong. Don't need one. And I'm like, all right, that makes sense. He doesn't want to tolerate it. He got cut in half. That was it. Uh, I'm not friends with him, but TC, Tom Chambers, I think it's his birthday tomorrow, actually, and I don't know why I know that. Uh, He's been cut in half three or four times. We talked about that when we were hanging out. He's been chopped in half a lot, and that's a lot of chopping. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know many people who are multiple offenders. Trip, two. Not three, two? Not sure? Might be. It could be a triple. Yeah. But Tripp's generation is the one that made it so it's not forever anymore. Those were the ones, you know, Studio 54 and all over each other until, I'll marry her. Ooh, I'll marry that one too. Yeah, one of those. And they started it for us. But it is, I think, that um, the boomer generation is one like you can't grow old to my dad by yourself. You need to... You got somebody to wipe there your ass. There seems to be a little more um, empowering on that. I got a bidet. I think my dad's on his fourth, third official, and he lived with a lady for like a decade, which is pretty impressive because my parents have only been divorced for twenty years, and he's had a lifetime of relationships since. And hanging out, man, good. <laughs> In a ten-year one, he married some lady uh, about a year and a half after the divorce, who turned out to be a lunatic, like big time. Is that the haircut? No, haircut oh, was, was fine. Was she was good. nice. Yeah, the one with the retard hair. Yeah. No, she was retard fine. hair. That's what my dad said. Right? <laughs> Came over to the house once. She was from Long Island. Comes over to the house, and I'm like, "Oh, D, you cut your hair." I didn't say it looked great because it didn't. I didn't want to say anything, but I was trying to be nice. Yeah, I cut it the other day. Your father says I look like a retard. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, he's always been blunt. <laughs> 
Well, he's not wrong. Dead. That's rude. Well, she got those damn bangs all the way up. She looks like she's got retard hair. I'm like, all right, that's enough. We're in public. Quit it. Yeah, I'll grow it out. Some of them look like that anymore. Dan thinks I look like a retard. All right. <laughs> we'll just get our steaks and go on. Dad, you're a, you're a gem. Somehow or another, she was crying when he left. I don't know how. Like, I'd ask that guy to leave several times prior. Yeah, he's on his fourth, technically. Didn't marry one of them, but they were together for a long time. That's a lot. And when he got married this last time, I'm like, what are you doing? Well, you know, um, why not? Uh, that's why. Laundry and ass wiping, I think, is really the big thing. They get along fine, but I don't think either of them are that into each other. <laughs> they hang around each other. It's like brother and sister. They poke and fight. It's constant. Like, it's like but they've been married they for a don't they talk, though, a mean game, kind of? I thought you said Oh, like, they'll, they'll bring up sex, yeah, and, like, and it's disgusting. So their big story, and I'm spilling this bean, is their wedding night. Which was in Vegas. They went up and got hitched uh, in Vegas. Thank God. And I told them I wasn't going to that one either. It's like nothing weirder than going to your dad's third wedding. <laughs> and I said, uh, so I'm not doing it. So he went up there on his own. Didn't have anybody, like a buddy of his went with. And so uh, the story, and she's Texas. Uh, Sean is pure Texas. And they'll sit every single time. because they're older. They forget they've told you the story every time you sat with them. Our wedding night was just fantastic. We had a great night out there. Of course, we got sick from scallops earlier in the evening. We had some scallops and got sick. So about three in the morning, I was all over the hotel room. Your father was all over the hotel room. It was gross. But don't think we didn't get it all in. Okay, what? What was that last part? Oh, we for hours prior to all this. Yeah, she brings up the fact that they, they just they went 70 plus year old banging nonstop. And then got uh, diarrhea. Ah, oh. <laughs> thanks, Bud and yeah. Sissy. That's yeah, exactly. just what I needed to hear. My dad's like, "Yeah, we did pretty much everything you need to do." And always at dinner, when you picture your dad and his new wife in their early seventies, just taking huge yuho deuces all over the oh. hotel room together. Was this retard hair? Or was this the no, the no. retard hair? No, she was out of okay. picture. This is a new one. This is Shauna. <laughs> she hasn't earned a nickname yet. <laughs> You got to leave him to get the nickname. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Four, four is pretty good. The old man pulled it off. Had one for thirty plus years, and then knocking them, knocking them down like you know bowling pins now. <laughs> and evidently, they don't mind. I think that would be the end of my marriage if on the wedding night we both had diarrhea. I don't. Th- I'd have to get another room. It's like a sign. Oh, I don't want to smell that again. I don't want to know be that. A sign. Uh, it's a big yeah. sign. If I had to smell your liquefied inner insides and they liked it then they they knew they were a match no you don't like a brew you don't like somebody's dan i tell you what it's a good thing you knocked me senseless because uh i got you who falling out of my butt like crazy so keep keep your keep your wiener to yourself or you're gonna get sprayed like a bellagio chocolate fountain must have been them scallops i got them too i think we ate some bad scallops oh we need a two two bad two bed suite. We need two bathrooms in here because I'm gonna I'm probably gonna four more times. <laughs> you want to go back door real quick? It's already lubed up. Oh, oh come on! Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that's the story I tell. Too many times I've heard that one, and I just brush it off. I just like how about them Steelers? That's usually where I I end up taking it right into his his true love, the Pittsburgh Steelers. What are you going to do? Well, if you're getting married this June, congratulations. I hope it lasts as long as any of man goops. Oh, man goop. And he has the nerve to go out and 
get those embossed invitations. At this point, just write with pencil and paper. I'm doing this again. <laughs> Check the box if you want to come. Don't get any beautiful calligraphy, you know, embossed. He's been crafty. He uses the same one, just scratches out the yeah, name. Maybe. Some new one <laughs> well, if he's got some leftovers. Or, Save yeah, the date. Just put it on Facebook. Look, I'm about to dive into another 18-month endeavor. I'd like to have you guys there to see. What, what are we there to witness, Mangoop? What are we there to witness in your fifth, like the... The union of a man and a woman for 12 months. thats I can do that every time I go to junior high. <laughs> Those two have been together for 10 months. That's a man-goop relationship. How do you shop for your fifth wedding ring? You should know a guy by now. You got to have a punch card. Tom Shane actually comes out from yeah. behind the counter. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Hello, man-goop. Here's your... Yeah, unbelievable. Anyway. Same size as last time? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> well, this one's a little thicker, I see. That's one well. call. Byron? Yeah, Byron. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What's, the, what's the best looking, cheapest one you've got? I really don't want to commit too much to a ring because you know what happens to them. They end up back in your hands. As a matter of fact, can I buy the last one yeah, I pawned I was off? Gonna well, say, yeah, I'll just take that one again. He might go back and find three of his old rings. Oh, man goop. Our friend man goop, the Marion machine. And if you're with man goop right now and you're listening... Don't do it. <laughs> it's not going to last. It's just not. Just empowered him more. No. No. Challenge. No, 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 no. She's actually very cool, but Of course she is. <laughs> Has to be. It's not her fault. He's got the track record. Of course she's cool. She's the one agreeing to marrying a guy who's being married for a fifth time. Of course she's cool. She's accommodating. She's... Forgiving. <laughs> He's the problem here. I'm telling the good person, get out of this. <laughs> Just live with him. Something always goes wrong. No, she's the one. The fifth one. Ugh. Whatever your name is, stay being a nun. Yeah. Don't leave. <laughs> Whatever it is. <laughs> Play the mother <laughs> field. I like Mangoop. He's a good person. Oh, yeah. It's a marriage thing. He's addicted to it. It's a, John, maybe this is the one. And Evan, no, <laughs> no. You can't have five the ones. No, no. The other four weren't the ones. You're wrong at picking the one. You're bad at it. Stop saying this one's the one. The you, first four were just for practice, I've bro. heard you say that to four other people. And countless amounts of others that you didn't marry were probably the one. And they left before the, you know, they got out before the, the bad news hit them. Oh, Mangoop. So bad. Uh, it's 622. Let's get a wake-up song. Oh, man, Goop. My stomach hurts. I don't even know the guy that well. I know him well enough to know he's the Marion kind. That's all I really know about him. Uh, I'll and, FaceTime you when I'm there. Oh, I can't <laughs> believe you're can going. Why are you wasting your time? Other than, obviously, to see if it lasts through the oh, ceremony. Yeah. yeah. They should have divorce lawyers. tour. They should have divorce lawyers next to the guy performing the wedding. <laughs> so as they're walking out, they just sign up the inevitable. Well, that'll be our Thursday fan duel bet. Okay, <laughs> we put an over-under yes. on Mangoop's new <laughs> Hasn't been announced yet, but it's coming. We all know it. He's dating someone. They're getting married. Oh, that's insane. We all have somebody in our lives. And she's great. Of course uh, she is, Brett. <laughs> I love her for even considering this. She's the one who drew the, the straw and said, all right. I'll walk into the nuclear facility without the thing. She's the one at Chernobyl that had to go in <laughs> take to test. Risk. I'll take the risk. I'll do it. You know this is bad, right? Yeah, I know, but somebody's got to do it. No, they don't, actually. But if you want to. She sounds wonderful. She's the rooster. She's walking ahead to find Viet Cong. 
<laughs> so the rest of the troops make it. She's sacrificial. She's Jesus. <laughs> She's going to get hung up on a marriage cross, and it's going to be bad. It lasts three days. Ah, oh, maybe if she's lucky, <laughs> she gets out of that in seventy-two. There's only enough air in that thing, like that submarine that's missing. There's only enough air in it for four days. His wedding. Oh, and the fact that he's turned into the guy from the fries commercial too. The last time we all saw him, he looks just like <laughs> the little cartoon round guy from Fries. Hello, hello. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we all saw him. Hey, there's Mangoo. Oh, Mangoo. Uh, let's get a wake-up song. 585-9800. A good one. And we'll scream it together. Don't do it. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. 98 KUPD.